So as we begin this season of Advent, you've probably noticed that the wreath is hanging this year rather than being up here on the steps. And um, it's actually, this is the age-old tradition, is to hang the wreath so that um, as it is a, a symbol of eternity, and it uh, doesn't have a beginning or an end, you know, the, the circular uh, notion here, it is uh, a sign to us of heaven. And uh, the idea is that when one walks under it, you look up through that, that hole in the middle to, you know, to see uh, the, the heavens before us. And so uh, we've been working on this for six years, and finally we've been able to do the thing so that it, uh, everybody can see it and, and uh, walk under it and, and look up to heaven during the season of Advent. So we hope that is it. it's an enjoyable part of our prayer here together. And, uh, Thankful for everyone who puts something into making it happen. Those of you who are, uh, maybe you've studied theater or literature, you know there's a, there's a term out there in Latin that is, it's Deus ex machina. And it translated literally means God from the machinery. And it's called into play usually to get a character or a story out of trouble. You know, they're, all the, the very uh, evil things are coming upon a person, and, and we know that in watching the play or reading the book that there's just no way this person's going to get out of this, and then all of a sudden, something miraculous happens. Well, that's a, a deus ex machina. Um, you know, if you're familiar with... Um, H.G. Uh, Wells, the, uh, the War of the Worlds, you know that you know, all is lost. And then all of a sudden, this simple little flu bacteria kills the evil that has come upon mankind. Or uh, perhaps it's uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the quick fix. You're watching a Western, and uh, the Indians are about to, to kill the last of the, the Calvary people, and, and all of a sudden, a, a whole... Uh, troop of cavalry arrived to save the day. Or how many of you are familiar with Popeye? I grew up on Popeye. And you know that you know, Popeye is getting pummeled by Brutus. I mean, he's just getting beaten, to, uh, the living daylights out of him, and all of a sudden he finds his can of spinach and squeezes it and, and, and gets it in his mouth, and, and the strength is there to, uh, to win the day. You know, those are deus ex machina moments. And it seems that this is the sort of quick fix for which the Israelites were hoping when through the prophet Isaiah they, they cry out to God as we hear in our first reading today. And the Israelites have their backs against the wall. Everything has gone against them. Politically, things are not good for them. Economically, uh, the, the nation is a disaster. Uh, spiritually, you know, uh, it, it, it's just not a good scene. And the, the prophet and his contemporaries are seeking relief. You know, God, help us. Where are you? And, and they admit their lack of worthiness while knowing that God is a God of love and a God of mercy. And no matter what has happened in their own personal lives, and, and no matter how much they seem to have you know, screwed up their nation, they, they know that God will come to their aid. 
and, and really, isn't this also the sort of remedy that, that each of us desires when we look at our own lives, you know, when we look at the world that we live in, we, uh, you know, we try to work things out ourselves and we still don't seem to be able to find the solutions to our struggles. And, and we're looking for God to save us. You know, we're looking for that dramatic divine intervention. And today we certainly do see the proliferation of, of violence and war. Um, you know, we, we move closer and closer to really disbelieving that human beings could ever make a lasting peace. You know, this is a very beautiful time of the year. It, for whatever reason, seems to become quiet for all of us. Uh, we slow down a little bit. We, we kind of settle in, and we're, we're looking forward to time with family and friends. And we just celebrated the beginnings of that with Thanksgiving. And it, it sort of plays itself out very beautifully and, and naturally through the season of Advent and into Christmas. And we long for that each and every moment of our lives. But we find ourselves overwhelmed by the, the ever-increasing uh, you know, immorality and inhumanity that continues to, to erode our relationships. It, it, it wears away at the ethical fabric of our culture. It wears away at us personally. It gets old. And sometimes we feel like you know, we just want to give in and, and, and give up. And we, we recognize the, uh, really, the, the unconscionable greed and disregard for justice that happen all around us and you know, that seem at, at times to be steering the, the, the commerce that we're a part of. And you know, then, of course, there's the pollution of the environment and the, you know, the, the rotten things that happen in the economy. And, and we bemoan the, the lack of integrity of... Uh, and, and altruism of, of those who are entrusted with leading us as a nation. So we get frustrated. You know, we, we wonder, God, please straighten this out for us. And we cry out to God to, to tear open the heavens and, and come amongst us, amongst us to fix this mess that we seem to find ourselves in. And yet, as the annual season of Advent reminds us, our desire for a deus ex machina, well, it's unfounded. For God, our God has already come to be amongst us. You know, he's already come to help us to more fully invest ourselves in one another's lives. You know, Jesus came in flesh and blood to be amongst us, to completely engage himself in our time and space. You know, he's chosen to remain with us as bread and wine, as word and spirit, as wisdom and Lord and love in this world of ours. And while much of this holy season is very future-focused, in that we anticipate the fully revealed presence of God, 
recognized in Jesus Christ that will come at the end of the world. These weeks also call us to um, an awareness of God amongst us now, right here in our midst, in our hands, in our hearts, in the here and now. And this blessing of God's continuing presence with us um, has become available to us through the birth of Jesus that we will celebrate in a few weeks. We all look forward to a, a very glorious and, and wonderful season. In an essay of Jesus' birth, um, the late theologian Karl Rahner, in a book called The Content of Faith, marveled at the wonder of such an event. And he said this, to be born is something quite distressing. It means to come into existence without being asked. Think about that here. When Jesus is God comes come amongst us and he comes in a human form. And he comes into the world just like each and every one of us without being asked. You know, the starting point of our life that, that determines it for all eternity is in the hands of another person. But even the Lord had to begin. And Jesus accepted this surrender on our behalf. Now, through his birth, he put on our history. And at his birth, he accepted uh, the need to do as we do, to begin the long, long march of living that will ultimately end in death. But because Jesus was born into our living and our dying, a vital aspect of God remains forever with us and forever within us. And so, what we really need to do is not look anxiously to the heavens, impatiently awaiting and imploring God to you know, descend in the cavalry or to pop open the can of spinach that will resolve our struggles. Because planted very deeply and growing within us, if only imperceptibly at times in all of us, is that very divine spark that begins to exist in each of us when Jesus was conceived into our humanity. And so each Advent we return and we stir that spark into a flame or at least into a glowing ember. And we do that by our renewed attentiveness to God in our midst. You know, it's, there's a warmth to this season. You all know that there's something very, very special about these weeks as we move through them. And it is about that glowing ember in our hearts, that presence of Jesus who is always with us, yet whom we celebrate coming again amongst us at Christmas time. Allow that spark to be, you know, brightened within your heart in this season. You know, each Advent we are renewed in confidence because God is with us. 
each Advent we remember that, that we, we are the cavalry. We are that can of spinach. And we must work together for good. And in doing that together, we become a power that no evil can defeat.